ministry of Nelson Ihiago. Be stirred as you listen. Listen, I want to give you a charge. I want to give you a charge. And this is super important. Let me tell you, Christianity is not a good feel religion. Are you with me? It's not a good feel religion. There is a reason or there are implications of the death of Jesus on the cross. Say amen if you're with me. Today we're going to be looking at, you know, I titled this the supernatural church. That's the name of my sermon. Well, the supernatural church, but in a sense. Well, I titled it a supernatural church, but it's supernatural Sunday. Please, I want you to let what I'm about to say enter your spirit. Are you here? Please, are you here? Because, like I said, I'm, I'm not going to teach, you know, normal Sunday. I started teaching by now, long time. But I want you to allow what I'm about to say soak in your spirit. Soak in your spirit. Christianity is predicated on the resurrection of a man that died and rose on the third day. And I've said this many times, so we'll probably do a class where I'm going to teach on how the death of Jesus is not a, um, is not a cool story or a fairy tale. It's something that has historical proof. It is proof that there is a man called Jesus that walked the dusty streets of Nazareth. Please, are you here? Is, there is proof that there is a man called Jesus that walked the dusty streets of Nazareth. In fact, other historians that were not Christians recorded a man called Jesus that walked the streets of Nazareth. And they recorded the fact that he walked miracles. Are you with me? So, many of us have probably been coming to church all our lives. And we have been coming to church and we don't know, maybe our parents forced us to church, so we come to church now when we like. In my 200 level, I had questions. Am I being fooled? Is this thing is calm? And I began to research. And I found out it would take more faith to be an atheist than it would take to be a Christian. Many people have looked into this Christian faith and the evidence, in fact, people like Lee Strobel and many of these guys, the evidence they found was so compelling that it's, it was so compelling that they became Christians. They started researching it to debunk Christianity. But the evidence they found was so compelling that they became Christians. So I began to search and I began to read. And I found out, I, I stumbled on a Josh McDowell book called Evidence That Demands a Verdict. He talked about the reliability of the Bible. Talked about the validity of the Bible. And he was, not talk, he was not talking about the validity of the Bible from the Bible. He was talking about the validity of the Bible from history. From history. And I, 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 I checked this thing. And I said, ah, this thing is true. But that's not all. I have seen the name of Jesus walk wonders. Doc, please reduce it a bit. I have seen the name of Jesus walk wonders. I have seen the sick healed. I have seen the oppressed let loose. 
I have seen, you see, someone says, I think it's my spiritual father, he says, if you do ministry for a short while, you are not young anymore. Because you will see strange things. I have, and that's where those of you who are probably hung around me have heard me say this. If we don't do ministry, people will suffer. Because ministry is not a flex. It's a necessity. I have seen people suffer with things for years and just the laying on of hands, they are free. And I keep on imagining, what if, what if we didn't follow the name of God? What if we didn't do ministry? What would have become of those people's story? They would have been suffering needlessly. There is no Christianity without the supernatural. If the basis and foundation and fundamental of Christianity is a man who died, was buried, and rose again on the third day, then you better believe that there is no Christianity without the supernatural. Even our hope is supernatural because we believe in it. We believe that he's going to come again and bone will join to bone. Sinew will come to sinew. Those the dead in Christ will rise again first. Which one is harder? To believe God to heal a sickness or that those that have been dead will have a new body. So if we can believe in that one, we can believe for this one. There is no Christianity without power. No Christianity without the power of the Holy Ghost. None. No Christianity without the power of the Spirit. None. It can't get more practical than this, that Jesus called his disciples and he gave them power over unclean spirits. Give me Matthew chapter 10 verse 1. He gave them power over unclean spirits. Ayo, hit me. Matthew 10, 1. Let's read it together. Are you ready for the power of God today? Matthew 10, 1. He said, and when he had called unto him, his 12 disciples, he gave them power, say power, power. against unclean spirits to cast them out to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. He gave them power. It's just like when someone goes to um, a new age person or a magician and then they give them something to work the supernatural. Jesus gave them power. And then they came back. They came back and they said, demons were subject unto us in your name. So it can't get more practical than this. Jesus gave them abilities over the forces of hell. Then the Bible says in Mark 15, 16. Mark 15, 16. Hit me. This one, he was talking to his disciples directly. But let's look at Mark 15, 16. Mark 16, 15. My bad. Mark 16, 15. This was after the resurrection of Jesus. And he said unto them, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Uh -huh. And he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. Uh -huh. Look at this. He said what? And these signs will follow them that believe. These signs will not follow professional Christians. 
When I say professional Christians, I mean Christians, or it will not just follow professional Christians. And I mean Christians that are on the platform alone. He said it will follow them that believe. Remember, he was talking to his disciples. So he was telling them that those that believe on what you are going to preach, these are the signs that will follow them. In my name, they will cast out devils. In my name, they will speak with new tongues. And if they drink any deadly sort of thing, it will not hurt them. So Jesus said in Luke chapter 10 verse 11, he said, I beheld Satan fall like lightning. He now said, therefore, behold, when, when Luke 10 18, I'm, I'm trying to run through this quickly. Luke 10 18. For thou, O Lord, are a shield for me. You are my glory and the lifter up of my head. Ah. For thou, O Lord, are a shield for me. You are my glory and the lifter up of my head. Give me verse 16. Verse 16. Go give me 17. Let me see. Look at this. Then the 17 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. Uh-huh. And he said unto them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Verse 19. He said, Behold, look at this. When you read that verse 18, he said, I saw. What is a synonym for seeing? To behold, right? He said, I beheld. Then verse 19 now says, behold. Meaning, I saw Satan fall, so you to see. Can I say that again? I beheld Satan fall, so you to do what? See. I give you authority. Uh, I give you exousia. I give you, I give you authority. I think it's dunamis, I'm not sure. To trample on serpents and scorpions and over the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you let me tell you there's a devil out there there's a devil that hates your gods anyone who preaches and says that there is no enemy you are the one the devil likes because the devil operates in darkness he wants to operate in such a way that you will not know he's there he, he, he shrouds in mystery. Somebody's probably wondering why is pastor preaching this? Because you will need it one day. Everybody will need to exercise their authority one day. He said, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Let me tell you a story. You see? Demons hide. It is the power of God that brings them out. That's why I have been in meetings where you see somebody looking cool, calm and collected. They are not interested in the meeting. And the Lord nudges me to, and I walk to the person, lay hands on the person. A devil will cry out. I say, you where will they try here? You are sitting in church like you are not interested. A lady walked up to me. I remember I ministered in redemption camp. A lady walked up to me. And she told me, she was crying. She was crying. She said, this girl is 17. 
Yeah, she's 17 and she was telling me, she said, Pastor, please. She was just crying. I said, sit down. Michael was with me. Talk to me. What was going on? And she said, she has a, an, a, an inordinate sexual appetite. Inordinate. And she has been thinking of so she had been in that campground so she can't do any other thing she would have done if she was alone at home so because there's nobody and her brother is closest to her she had been thinking of sleeping with her brother yes I've heard I mean hey God oh God I want to share some stories today are you, are you in for this and Sammy are you in for this uh-huh. Remember? My spiritual father shared the story of a lady. He laid hands on her. Huh? The devil cried out. Then casted the devil out. And the devil now said, because of you, she will have children. This girl was not even married. There's a guy. I, uh, there's a guy. This guy. Every time he's at the verge of a breakthrough, something will happen. He will get angry. And he'll just lose that thing. And one day he was in a service and he was praying. And then he saw himself in front of him. And that him was angry. And then the pastor laid hands on him, casted out the devil from him. And that's how that thing ended. Somebody can say that, you know, you, you're just badly behaved. You need control. You need ekbalo. <laughs> Yes. See, I'm intelligent. I'm chasing a master's degree. Right? I'm not a fool. I'm educated. Amen? I'm educated. But I have seen things that medicine cannot solve. I have seen things that only the power of God can address. I share one more story. This one is amazing. Yeah. A lady, uh, it can't be my house. We go get problem. It can't be my house. I will smell it. Let me talk like bishop. Say, I smell a rat. I will smell a rat. Grandma was not feeling fine. So she came to the house. And as, as she came to the house, she was, ah, there are angels in the room. I'm distracted. Grandma was not feeling fine. So, they brought grandma to the house, so let them take care of grandma. Hmm? This story has been shared publicly, so I can share it. So, as grandma came, grandma, sorry, I'm Nigerian, we say grandma, not grandma. Grandma was, came to be nursed, but what actually happened eh, was grandma knew she was about to pass, so grandma needed to do handover. Yes. And who did she hand over to? This six-year-old daughter. So the lady slept. And she was being fed in the dream. Please pay attention to me. Oh. She was being fed in the dream. Not all feeding in the dream is demonic. Say amen. Because um, the things of the spirit, one plus one is not always two. Those of you who attend church regularly know I don't always preach like this. So you're interested in what I'm saying. Usually we do that as Kalo. We look through scriptures. But please, just hear me out. Because this world is wicked. Birmingham, London, USA. Wicked. Say amen. Yes. 
I was in London on Friday. Minister to midnight. We're casting out a few things. I say it works everywhere. <laughs> called the lady. She was British speaking. She said, oh yeah. And I, I said, Loru called Jesu Nubala. The power got picked out like this. Even when I said, I said, why? Man of God, why? You're in London. Anyways. I'm sure when I said that, my host was like, what, what does that mean? But anyways. So they handed over. She, they were feeding her in the dream and she woke up six years old with an intense sexual urge and she couldn't gratify and then she had molested her younger brother that was about one or not up to one till today the boy became autistic yes oh is the power of God that revealed all these things so we did not know uh, can I share one more story? And so, are you too scared? Okay. Let me share one more. There's this boy, super smart. Super smart. I mean, all A's were egg. But the reason his parents didn't send him out of the country was because he would just stand, stay in the air and be talking to himself. Speak in tongues under your breath. He will stand and be staring. Ah, Jesus. Eh, I'm distracted. He will stand and be looking in the air and be talking to himself. So they sent him to a Christian university hoping that the chancellor will see him lay hands on him and he'll be free. What? <laughs> can, I, can I come down? I think the story will be better if I communicate it face to face so, he looked at this boy so this boy passed you know man of God and as he passed him he felt a grace a negative grace he said can I pray for you he said oh yeah yeah and then they took this boy to an office and they told the people in the office please can, you, can I pray for him here yeah, they said oh yeah he said, okay, can you excuse me? He said, no, we can't. It's our office. He said, no problem. Laid hands on the boy. A deep voice came out. They ran out. They excused him. A deep voice came out. He said, hear me, oh. Demon now began to speak. He said, Idahosa cast us out. It's scary that demons don't die. The one that inflicted the madman at Gadara is still around. The demon, he said, the Dahosa cast us out and said, We entered him at birth, mentioned his date, the date of birth, and everything. He said, Cast the devil out, the boy was free. Now I asked him, Where were you born? The same date. And then my mind goes to many things. Who did the baby dedication? Who did it? Who were they not doing devotion in the house? My child, you can't carry a demon. If you carried it from school, you will come back home and be free before you go back. I will smell a rat. I said all that to say this. We live in a wicked world. But God, the, the um, workings of the devil is real. But more real 
is the power of God. Jesus said, behold. He said, behold, I give you power to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. It doesn't matter the wickedness that is in this world. You have power. But I assure you, if you don't engage it, the devil will by all means hurt you. And that's why teachings like this are important. I can now see Jesus face to face. No more No more limitation. I can now see Jesus face to face. The price has been paid. The blood has made a way for me. I can now see Jesus face to face. The price has been paid. The blood has made a way for me. I can now see Jesus face to face. I told you guys of a story of a friend of mine. A friend of mine, he said, he just, he was in the house, he had commotion upstairs and he ran. What happened? His young, his nephew, his eyes was already rolling to the back. And he grabbed the boy. They were calling Dr. Paul and Enche. But Dr. Paul did not pick because he too has family. Say amen. Dr. Paul did not pick and then he held him. He vomited a kind of tongues that comes from the innermost part of your spirit. And he said, Joshua, Joshua, come back. And the boy's eyes rolled back and he came, he came back. The boy started playing. And I said, just imagine he didn't know the power of God. The boy would have died and we said that God give it and the Lord take it. I had told myself, my child must have sense. As you are conceived, I lay hands, you will serve the God of your father. You will remain a boy. You will serve the God of your father. You will burn for Jesus. Lay hands on the bump before you come out. You will come out without any defects. You will come out normal. Prophecy will chart your course. You just will not know why you can't be stupid. Some words have gone ahead of you. The devil thrives in darkness. So when you don't believe in the existence of a spirit realm, the devil is winning. I want to, I don't know, I want to tell you something. Hear me. If you've not started praying, build a prayer life. Yes. Build a prayer life. Build a prayer life. 1 Corinthians 14 26. First Corinthians 14 26. How is it then, brethren? Whenever you come together, each one of you had a psalm, a teaching a tongue, a revelation, an interpretation. Let all things be done unto edification. The church at Corinth, there was so much manifestations of the spirit that Paul's issue was that they should, we should put order. So it is abnormal if we have a local assembly and there are no manifestations of God. The problem should be order. Are you here? The problem should be order. 
Everyone has a son. You have the Holy Ghost. You have something to contribute. You have something to contribute. You have something to contribute. And that's why Paul will say, concerning spirituals, I will not have you ignorant. I will not have you ignorant. See, the workings, this world, all things are never equal. Are you with me? Are you aware? So it means that you need you need an advantage. You need to rely on the power of the highest. Ah, I'm never in a corner. I'm never backed in a corner. I'm never clueless. I'm never without help. All I need is time. And it seems like Let me tell you something. 1 Corinthians 5. Give me verse 5. 1 Corinthians 5, 7. 1 Corinthians 1, 5 to 7. 1 Corinthians 1. Let me run through the rest of what I have. He said, and in everything you are enriched by him, in all utterance and in all knowledge. Uh-huh, verse 6. Even as the testimony of Christ was confirmed in you. Verse 7. So that you come behind in no... So, go back to verse 5. Give me... Go back to verse 5. Verse 5. He said that you are enriched by him in all utterance. It means that they flowed in utterance gifts. They abounded in the knowledge of God. Verse 6. The church at Corinth. Verse 6. Verse 6. He said the testimony of Christ is confirmed. He, we know that they are saved. Verse 7. He said so that you come behind him. No gift waiting for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. What this verse means. This one particularly. It means that at the coming of Jesus, there will be no need for the manifestation of the gift of the Spirit. When will you lay hands on the sick? There is no sick in heaven. When will you cast out devils? There are none in heaven. When will you see, when will you bless somebody by the Spirit? There will be no need for that in heaven. Paul said, and let me tell you something. These things about the gift of the spirit is not a temperament issue. It's not my temperament is I'm a bit calm. No, it's not. Paul said, desire spirituals. Earnestly covet spiritual things, spiritual gifts. If you are not zealous for the things of the spirit, you are disobedient to scriptures. A lot of people want to live a base, normal, boring Christian life. Just go to church on Sunday, you give, you come back. You go to church on Sunday, you give. Let the Holy Ghost in you count for more. Please, are you in the house here? Let the Spirit of God that's working you count for more. There is, a, there is lethargy and dullness in the UK. Rise above the spirit of your city. Romanville. Roman limitation. Now see Jesus face to face. Uh, church is synonymous to the supernatural. You can't read the book of Acts and not see the things of the Spirit. And most times, what it needs to do is your heart just needs to be open to it. It's a thing of information, not really what you have. It's a thing of if I say pair with each other and give each other a word, you'll be amazed what you will say. There's a lot I need to say, but we must flow with the things of the Spirit because it's supernatural Sunday. 
There are many things that hamper the flow of the Spirit in people's lives. And this is, this is where I will land. Number one, ignorance. Ignorance. That Paul will teach and he will say concerning spirituals, I will not have you ignorant because he wants to teach them about the gifts of the Spirit. Because he knows if he doesn't teach them about the workings of the Holy Ghost at work in them, they may not know. They will not even flow in it. There is such a thing called the word of knowledge. What that means is by the spirit you can know things supernaturally. There is a thing called word of wisdom. It means that you can chart your life by the wisdom of God. I always think about it. The same one that hovered over the face of the deep. The same one. The same one by which in him dwells the wisdom of God is the same spirit at work in me. So I know what to do. I know who to talk to. I know what to say. I'm never backed in a corner. God comes to help for me. Number two thing is false teaching. Remember someone came for, I've, I've gotten a couple of people filled with the Holy Ghost and they now begin to, the, when, they, when I explain to them and then they get filled, they now begin to tell me that they thought that they have to be holy to receive the Holy Ghost. Then what is his ministry? So once that knowledge block is lifted, they just it's just a free flow of God. And that's why teaching is important. Wrong teaching will hamper the flow of God in your life. Uh, are you here? Yes, Wrong teaching will hamper the flow of God in your life. Acts chapter 7 verse 51, Paul was speaking. He said, um, and this, is even, this even goes more to the ignorance part, but you can apply. He said, to Acts seven fifty one. He said, he stood not an uncircumcised in the heart. You do always resist the Holy Ghost as your fathers do, so do you. The Holy Ghost can be resisted. His flows, his influence can be resisted. Ephesians 4.30. Ephesians 4.30. Let me run through this quick. Ephesians 4.30. He said, grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you are sealed. The Holy Ghost can be grieved. Give me then 1 Thessalonians 5.19. He said, quench not the Spirit. Another translation says, do not put out the Spirit's fire. It means that there are things that can be done to encourage the flames of the Holy Ghost. Anything the Holy Ghost has to give, I receive. Anything. 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 Number three thing is pride. Because a lot of people, when they come into gatherings like this, everybody wants to be calm, collected. Everybody wants to be composed. First of all, we're not looking at you. We all came to receive from God. So, a lot of... Now, let me explain this. You must not fall. Are you with me? But the thing is, if the hand of God overwhelms you and you're thinking, hey, sweet boy like me, how will I fall? Even if it's not about the falling, you'll be so distracted in your head that you will not receive what he's communicating. And let me say it, if it's weird, as far as it's biblical, it's okay. Strange is okay as far as it's biblical. I'm running through this. Number four, bad experiences. 
People have abused the gift of the Spirit and all that. But let me tell you, it doesn't matter the abuses of the gift of the Spirit. If you don't... Um, no excuses will be tenable before God that you did not engage his gifts. None, including your bad experiences. Men, we are wrong, not God's word. Please, are you with me? And finally, familiarity. It busts my mind that the Bible says Jesus could do no many mighty works. He could not do it. Save his hands on his own a few sick folk in his hometown. I was like, so if it was Jesus, Lord God Almighty, he laid hands. If you were familiar with him, nothing would have happened. He tears my head all the time. Who is PNI? And that's why when you're about to be minister to you, increase your honor level. Father, I receive. Are you, are you here? I'm just going to land on that. Thank you, Jesus. The power of God can be felt. Luke 8, 46, Jesus said, virtue flowed out of me. He felt it leave him. The power of God can be felt. The power of God can overwhelm. They came to arrest Jesus. And Jesus said, I am he. And they fell to the ground. There, is a con there can also be a continuous refreshing in God. In Acts, you see many times they were filled, they were filled, they were filled, they were filled. I said all that to say this. Don't settle for mediocrity. Don't go for excellence in every other thing and settle for mediocrity in your work with God. Don't, don't go for excellence in every other thing, but in your work with God, settle for mediocrity. Because in heaven, there will be no need for the workings of the Spirit. It's only on earth. I will do it here. When God uses ministry gifts, it's not, it's not a pointer to them being special alone. Well, it's a pointer to the fact that God can use them, can use you the same way. I want to tell you today, find the flames of the Spirit in your life. Fan the flames of the spirit in your life. Please pray. Please study God's word. Please engage the things of God. Because time will come. There's always that point in people's lives where you will only look up to the hills. I trust you were blessed by the teaching of God's word. Nelson Mihalwa Ministries is a mandate that seeks to see men saved, trained, and sent. For more ministry content, visit us at c.me forward slash Nelson And for contact details, follow on Instagram at Nelson Mihalwa. God bless you.